need some motivation on your Chinese business endeavor, may be curious about what the Chinese business environment is all about, or want to laugh out loud listening to war stories on the ground in China, then this is your show, China Business Cast. So, hello everybody and welcome to another China Business Cast, episode 68. Um, we have Mike here, here as always. Hey. Though almost asleep. Yeah, time zones <laughs> are ch- challenging for me. I'm a I'm a I'm an old man now. So he's he's an early uh, sleeper and an early really early waker. It's pretty late for him, so he'll be a little bit of. He doesn't have this. Was up now. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do a quick intro, okay? It's a quick intro. Yeah, sure. How have you been? I'm 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 great. I think we were joking. I keep my windows open, and I. There was a typhoon just recently, so here in Shenzhen or South China, that was pretty pretty serious. So I, a bug flew in, a bug flew in here, and while, while we're doing preparing for this intro, and I grabbed my autographed copy of the Ask Gary V book, and I swatted <laughs> it while we were talking, and you heard a big thud, like, yeah, I, I heard it. <laughs> so I got, I got him. Gary V. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I cleaned up his, his actually a little bit on his face. Actually, I didn't mean that. I used to, but uh, anyway, I, I cleaned it up. I cleaned it up. It's actually related to our to our guest because he's a big fan of Gary V. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not sure that he's going to like it, but he'll discover that when he listens to the episode. Yeah. Well, I'm a hustler. I think it's all about hustling. I, I took what I took what I had to do and I got it done. And, you know, what am I going to do? Like, let this bug get away. Is that the latest you read? You've read? No, I mean I'm I'm getting in this book. It's the problem is it's a hardcover. I read Kindle, so I I uh, it's a different way of reading a physical book. I have to carry it with me and read it. Oh no, old fashioned. Yeah. How about <laughs> how about you? What, what books are you reading? I just read an uh, excellent book recently. I'm actually working uh, on a new uh, business related to finance. Too early to talk more about it, but um, I read a book called Expert Secrets by Russell Bronson. And uh, this guy uh, built ClickFunnels. It's a company that helps you make uh, perfect funnels that converts and sell. I heard it actually doesn't fit everybody, but if you if you're into the if that fits into their funnel of what they do at that company and that uh, that uh, system, it actually works great. So I haven't tried it, but the book is really interesting and really hands-on telling you exactly what to do, what to say. Very interesting. What about you, except of poor Gary V? Yeah, I've read a few of his books, but yeah, one I'm in right now is Cash Vertising with a dollar sign instead of an S. And I sometimes go on these long journeys of reading books based on what other their other books recommend. So it was recommended from another book I just got through, which is Buy Your Own Island, about lifestyle design. And then he was talking about Hmm. one of the case studies was talking about how this book helped him write better copy sales copy. So it's kind of getting into like the psychological thinking of advertising, which is actually pretty, it's actually already pretty helpful. Like I was just in a second or third chapter, but it's so far uh, living up to what the other book said. We'll add it in the notes on the show notes. Definitely. And so yeah, survived the typhoon and we are also we talk about Patreon. You know, we we always check reviews and we check Patreon for supporters, whether it's free with review or or a uh, you know 
we have all different levels of support on patreon.com slash China Business Cast for those that are interested. What do you think, Shomo? Yeah, um, we'd like to have your support on, on our page. The URL is uh, com slash support uh, and that redirect to our Patreon page. Um, and you can check all the goals and uh, the goodies that we left you there. So ch- check it out and support us. We need more of that to keep the show running. Definitely. So, and then let's get into this this week's show. Who who we got? Yeah, it's our uh, our buddy, the yeah. Gary V super fan. Yeah. So the Gary V super fan is uh, Jan Schmickel, um, and he's from Startup Grind China. This guy travels all around China. I think these very moments is actually the Czech Republic. He's originally from the Czech Republic, but this guy has really good perspective on what's going on in the startup scene in China. He's seen a lot traveling around, doing a lot of events. And he told us all about this in the interview. We asked him about different communities. Uh, so that was an interesting one. And in person while I was in Shenzhen. So that was uh, also lots of fun to do. Shall we dive in? Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was cool to sit next to you when we did this interview in person <laughs> for once. So yeah, let's, let's listen in. I hope, hope everybody enjoys. Awesome. Hey everybody, we are now in China Business Cast and we have uh, Jan Schmeckal from Startup Grind. Um, That's right. Running the Startup Grind China show. <laughs> um, and we're very glad to have you here today. I'm here with Mike as always. What's up? Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. Really excited to have you in Shenzhen. This is actually your, isn't it your first time in Shenzhen? It's Como? my first time in Shenzhen. Right? Yes. It was like just it? to come and meet you. Just to no, see. no, he's lying. He's lying. Don't, don't, don't believe him. But uh, no, it's great. It's great to have you here because uh, I love Shenzhen. Shenzhen is an exciting place. And seems and, like it. Yes, we're actually just now, right before recording, right before our first meetup in Shenzhen. This is where we start to we are doing the the first ever uh, China Business Cast meetup, and we're here That's in awesome. this nice co-working space. And uh, Jan joined us as well. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I live nearby, so uh, it's my pleasure. Great. So maybe a little bit of your background. So of course everybody knows you as you know startup grind, community yeah. director of China, and, and you're always on the road and doing awesome well, things. <laughs> maybe a little bit of background bef- before before yeah, that. absolutely, absolutely. So I come from Czech Republic, uh, and uh, I moved to China approximately two and a half years ago. It's actually going to be three years ago at the end of the year. So uh, I'm, I have been here almost three years, and uh, so before that. I, before I moved to China and before I started working for Startup Grind and doing what I do right now, as you, as you guys know me, I had a business. So uh, during my last year in uh, the university, at the university in Prague, Czech Republic, I started an online business with my classmates and we are basically importing stuff from China and selling it in Czech Republic, Slovakia mainly, even maybe some other markets as well. But the main, the main revenue came from these two countries. And uh, we are dealing with Chinese products. So we were dealing with uh, Xiaomi or, you know, phone accessories, power banks, and these kind of things. Because uh, at that point, like four years ago now, or almost four years ago, uh, nobody had access to these Xiaomi phones or to these like cheap accessories that was actually pretty good quality, you know, at that point, because Xiaomi was known for that, right? Like they kind of raised like in in that ecosystem because of that, because they were kind of selling phones and stuff for half price, but it was still pretty good. And so I did this business. I moved to China because of that. 
And uh, because I didn't know anybody, I was just going out there and meeting people. And one thing led to another. I sold the business and then I started working for Startup Grind. Okay. Um, so you're saying that you were in Czech Republic, moved here. Yeah. Um, you also uh, been involved in the startup scene in San Francisco. So you probably have a good perspective over well, those. I wouldn't say so because actually I never spent a lot of time there. So oh, okay. I have been there two times because of our conference, Startup Grand Conference, mm. because we host a big conference every year, every year there. And, you know, this year it was for like 5,000 people. Before that it was like three and a half thousand. So I basically spent in total like one month in San Francisco. I see, okay. So I cannot Fair really enough. say that I have like a huge and like a lot of experience, but... Uh, so it's mainly talking about the differences, but I guess you can talk more about your networks because if you had a conference in San Francisco, uh, even you spend, you spend just one month, then you probably had to do a lot of meetings and get to know key people there. Yes, you know, even thanks to Startup Grind, it's quite, I don't want to say easy, right? You still need to definitely figure out how you can provide value to people so that you can connect with the, with the, with the people that you want to connect with. But, uh, you know, my kind of, I can give you my experience or I can give you my perspective from San Francisco because, you know, when I now talk to people about San Francisco or about startups in, in the US, some people actually hate San Francisco, You know, because they're like, you know, this is kind of like this hippie kind of culture, whatever they call it. And everybody has a different experience. But I, when I came to San Francisco for the first time, very first time, you know, I was just amazed, right? Like as everybody would be, I guess, because, you know, we kind of see these movies, Silicon Valley, and we just want to go there and we want to experience it. And so I went there and I remember that right after I landed, I was like completely like jet lagged and completely tired. But I visited my friend that was living in San Francisco at that time. And I asked him like, so what are we going to do? And he was, he was like, so let's go out and let's meet some people, you know? And so mm-hmm. he just checked his phone, went to some meetups or whatever. And we just went like three blocks away. And there was a, like a pitch night by Black Box. I still remember it because I met a lot of interesting people that actually ended up going to China like trying to raise some capital or trying to expand their business like one year later or two years later. So, so like it was my first experience from San Francisco and that's why I loved it because I love meeting people. I love connecting with people and San Francisco or Silicon Valley is a very diverse ecosystem. That's what I love. So I, I love it, you know, but so many people have kind of different, different perspective right now. I don't know why, but <laughs> let's, let's talk about connections here. Um, okay. we, we, we know that you're about to interview Gary V. Very oh soon. God. Oh my goodness. So how do you get that? Yeah, so this is going to happen in Hong Kong. Uh, I was just actually talking to one of the Gary's uh, teammates. That's for Rice, right? That's, well, actually, he's going to be speaking at Rice, right? So he wouldn't come just for our interview, right? Like, I am not stupid, you know? Like, I cannot think that it would ever happen. But so he is speaking at Rice, which is like one of the biggest conferences in Asia when it comes to startups and entrepreneurship. And uh, because I am a big fan of his... And I've been following this guy for like two years, almost every single day, watch at least one of his videos. And uh, so I was just like, you know, when I learned about this opportunity or when I learned that he's going to be speaking in Rice, I was like, okay, we need to figure something out. I just need to get this guy to speak at our event or I just need to meet him at least for, for some time because I just love him, what he does. And I agree with most of the things he says. So, so I just started working on it. And thanks to my friends that actually it started with my friend that is now living in China. So My friend Trevor Owens, I guess you know him because he's running Lean Startup Machine. So uh, I met him at TechCrunch. That's interesting how it, like one thing leads to another. So uh, I met him at TechCrunch in Shanghai last year. 
And we connected very well because he told me that his mother was actually originally from Czech Republic. She was Czech. So we connected right away. And since then, you know, we became very, very big friends. And uh, now we are working on some stuff together. You know, I have helped him with a couple of things in China. Now we are going to be hosting him in Chengdu, doing some stuff for him, trying to kind of like help him with the business development of Lean Startup Machine in China. And so he actually introduced me to one of the, one of the guys that work for Gary that manages the, manages the investments for him right now. And so thanks to that and thanks to another friend from India, Ayush, I got to the office of Gary V in New York City when I was flying from San Francisco or when I was in, in the States for our conference, for Startup Grand Conference. I basically, I got some really, really good, uh, good deal for tickets. And so I went to New York City just for three days And I kind of like ended up in his office talking to his team and we started chatting about Rise, how we can help him, what we can do. And then after two months, I was kind of persistent. I was sending emails and providing value, 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 and trying to figure out how we can help Gary with China, how we can get, get help uh, help Gary in Asia. And then I uh, I was so fortunate to learn that uh, we can actually host them and start a grind. So that's, that's going to happen. And I'm just super pumped about that. Very, very cool, man. We can feel your energy. <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm just super excited about these things because, you I'll know. Be, yeah, I'll be there, man. Uh, yeah, man, you have a ticket already. So, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited about that too. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to go. And yeah, let's redirect into China. So we've been talking a lot about outside. Let's yes. look inside. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's you, you've, been, you've been intense in this like almost yeah. three years now. Yeah. And it's great. And you're making these massive connections and globally. So kind of can merge challenges or maybe better said opportunities that you see within the startup community here in China. Well, you know, it really depends like now because we are, we're talking on your podcast, I think we are kind of targeting the people outside of China, mm. right? So we are kind of talking about opportunities for people outside of China. And, uh, you know, it's definitely challenging because I have seen people from all around the world coming to China and it's not easy to really compete with China entrepreneurs, especially if you want to compete on a level that you are trying to target the same audience as they are, like Chinese customers, right? Then it's basically almost impossible or like only, only, only a few people have done it successfully. Of course, I don't know every single industry. We are talking about startups and entrepreneurship here. So, so that's why I'm kind of narrowing down my, my focus because I definitely suppose that there is much, much more, much more people Uh, you know, many people that actually did it. But uh, yeah, so when it comes to opportunities, honestly, like it's, it's, it's hard, but like now China is in the, in the phase, you can, you can hear, you can hear it from all uh, the people all around China. It's like China is looking for talent because they kind of have trouble to, um, to retain the talent. When you look at Xiaomi, they lost Hugo Barra. When you look at Baidu, they lost Andrew, like the, the kind of the master mm -hmm. of AI. And so, uh, you know, they're trying to kind of bring more startups and more people that Do actually... Do you see this as a national loss? That's how they look at it? No, I, I, well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, a lot of people, like when you, lead, when you read those articles, like a lot of people were kind of discussing, like, so what's going on? Can actually China ever get to the point that it's going to be competitive with Silicon Valley giants or companies, right? So this is definitely one of the points because when I talk to some people, they tell you that there is a lot of subsidies or a lot of programs in China when you have something interesting, when you have interesting technology or when you are, you know, engineer or when you want to build something, when you have some, you know, talented people on the team, they're going to give you a lot of subsidies to come to China and to build that startup in China. 
right? Because they want to kind of like start building that ecosystem. And we can, we can like sit here for hours and discuss if it's good or bad and like, you know, putting so much money into the ecosystem. But definitely there is something going on. You know, and I have a lot of friends that even raised money from the Chinese government, got some money from the Chinese government, got some subsidies. And because of that, they were able to at least learn about Chinese market and really like do something here, which I think is something that you should definitely tap into. Like you should really go for that opportunity if you can, because, you know, China is uh, is really a relevant market. You see people like Read right here, right? Like they just moved to China and they found a partner and they really want to build their their China business as well because they just cannot omit that market, right? Mm-hmm. So actually, uh, Mike and... I'm not and sure I... if I actually answered your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because like when it's, it's very hard when, when you ask me like what is like a business opportunity, right? It's, it's different for, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for everybody. So, you know, maybe when I talk from my own experience or for what we do, right? For Startup Grind. So we build communities and we try to support entrepreneurs. We try to educate entrepreneurs. So definitely, I see such a big opportunity here for us because there is hunger for education mm-hmm. here especially the corporate innovation or entrepreneurship in general. I see like, you know, Trevor Owens, my friend, I mentioned him before. So he has this Lean Startup Machine. He published the book. He translated it into Chinese and it was very, very successful, right. you know, within certain circles. The, another example is Steve Hoffman. I guess you have heard about this guy. So he also, he has been in China. He has been building his connections and he opened a couple of like founder spaces, those incubators He has a lot of partners and he either gets deal flow, but actually main business is education mm-hmm. because he's bringing that Silicon Valley uh, mindset or experience from all of those mentors that are part of his ecosystem. And he teaches this to companies in China because they need to be more innovative, right? Yeah. That's the biggest problem with these like big corporations. Another example is in Rocket Space, right? So Rocket Space just entered Chinese market And uh, they say that like one of, well, I was interviewing their CMO at our event and he said that one of the things or one of the goals that they're trying to achieve is really turn these like big, big giant corporates into more innovative companies. And faster. Yes, because they just struggle with that, right? Like there's just so many employees and like so many kind of like polit- politics within the company. And one of their goals or even why that big big corporation H&A invested in Rocky Space is that they want to become more innovative themselves. And so education for sure. Okay. Okay. Like the China Business Cast and want to get involved? We have special offers for supporters of the show starting from just one US dollar and up. We have something for everyone. Check out all the different ways to engage at www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. That's www.chinabusinesscast.com slash support. Thanks. Um, I want to ask you about um, raising money in the startup communities. You've mentioned it very briefly now. Um, of you know of people yeah. of, of, of raising money and we wonder about the strategies that you see for entrepreneurs of, of how to raise money here in China um, as pitch events are the right thing networking how do you execute uh, in order to get that yeah. to get so that investment things like disclaimer that. at the beginning I've never done it I've never raised money for myself in China so I don't want to you probably myself, hear it around <laughs> of course I hear it around I talk to people so I can again like I can just tell you about that, sure. but I've never raised money for Startup Ryan or for any other company in China, so I really don't want to sound like an expert. But, uh, you know, again, it depends what kind of company you are and how you want to approach the Chinese market. Because, again, it's extremely hard. Because I see a lot of people trying to raise money, 
with Wufi, right? You have heard about Wufi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foreign wholly owned enterprise. Right. And so on like there are two sides of the coin. So the, the one side of the coin is that like now it's pretty easy to set up this company. It's cheap. It takes three weeks, maybe four weeks. And you can start doing business in China right away as a foreigner. You don't need a partner. But at the same time, it doesn't really help you with that investment because most of the Chinese funds, they cannot really invest they're in these RMB. kinds of companies. Yes, most of the Chinese funds are RMB or they're government backed. And if they, even if they want to invest, which is again, very rare, you know, if they want to invest into a foreigner in China, then it's basically impossible for them to invest into Wufi. So, so you're saying all, all these uh, stories about the government pouring money into the ecosystem is going to local companies. Most of the time, of and course. And doesn't go to foreign, foreign owned companies. Of course, definitely 99.9%. Like, of course, like when we talk about startups, right? I don't know and other subsidies for big corporations. Again, I don't know about that. But uh, most of those things, most of, those, uh, most of, most of this money is going to go to local companies. Because again, it's almost impossible to get investment from the government when you have Wufi. Like maybe you can get some sort of subsidy, but uh, you know, the people that I know, they will tell you that even if you get some grant from the government, you need to set up a completely new structure. So you probably need to have a Chinese partner. You need to set up like, you know, a Chinese company and you need to have a Chinese person basically like being in charge of the company to be able to receive certain subsidies or money. And even if you want to receive RMB from, from, from VC funds, you need to definitely have that structure because Wufi is not going to help you with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Definitely it's good, good uh, data I would agree with. So yeah, I mean, back to more of your specialties, the startup scene in China as you've been, we'll talk about some different cities or get some stories as we go, but yeah. just generally, of course, we're talking in English and we're all foreigners here, but you know, yeah. um, I know there's some locals that listen that are overseas and, and others, but actually Shlomo could probably give some answers too with Beijing market, but at least in Beijing is very clear there's a foreign startup scene yeah. and there's a Chinese startup scene. Yeah. I I don't know, how about in Shenzhen or in other cities, is it is there all these like clear divides you think between the startup scenes? Is it and or, or any kind of data you can absolutely, share? absolutely because uh, I don't know. Again, like I've never lived for a long time in Beijing. I've visited Beijing a couple of times in Shanghai, and I still think that even in terms of the international community, it's definitely much more developed. You know, Beijing because Beijing. It, it has been around for many, many years, and Shanghai the same. It was originally the most international city in China. So it makes sense. And and uh, Shenzhen, of course, it's getting there. It's growing super fast. More and more foreigners are coming thanks to people like Bring and Hux and all of these incubators that are helping, especially hardware companies, right? Like Shenzhen is known for hardware. Like that's that's still the case. And we write labs. Yes, of course, like <laughs> IoT, right? They do Accelerator as well. They want to focus on hardware or IoT products because yeah. that's just for, you know, what Shenzhen ecosystem is good for or is best for. Right. Uh, so, so definitely that's one of the things. But, but I'm always, you know, when we, when we talk about the ecosystem, when we talk about the community and international community, in Shenzhen, it's not there yet. Because when you look at that, like so many international communities are still missing here. You know, I, I know that we have had some TEDx, TEDx uh, events, but not really on a regular basis. You know, when you talk about like different 
different different communities like for example I don't know like from the top of my top of my mind I can think of lean in and like global shapers mm-hmm. and like these kind of communities that are very well known overseas and they are in Beijing they are in Hangzhou they are in Shanghai but they are probably not in Shenzhen or they are not very is, loud is this is this then the reason why you and startup grind are you based here and not in other places because you, you want to build it here no because it's missing so so uh i'm based in shenzhen because i love shenzhen and it's one of the most reason. and it's and it's the, close to hong kong you know it's it's what yeah it's close to hong kong it's one of the most livable cities and actually i came to shenzhen because of the business at the first oh, place right. because we had a lot of suppliers mm-hmm. in shenzhen so actually i chose it from like very practical reasons but i kind of like fell in love with shenzhen because yeah environment is better and it's close to hong kong and it's you know the speed is just enormous because it's growing and like a lot of young people are coming to shenzhen just to explore opportunities either work for big companies or like starting a startup so i love that i love that ecosystem but definitely when we talk about international community it's not there yet because most of the foreigners from my observation they're either hardware guys they spend a lot of time around Huachan Bay and Hacks and this so you don't probably see them that much because they're just hustling their startups and they're hustling in that area and they don't really come you know to the city center or to the Coco Park or Shoko and like these places and um, or you have a lot of these like traditional business people right these traders that are actually like sourcing in the in the companies and they are not really startupish people or they are not really building that ecosystem right so then when we talk about these this this entrepreneurial community it's definitely still very much divided because you know there is still a lot of chinese that are not really comfortable with english or their their english is not at the at the at that level and so uh they do events just for themselves in chinese and that's why you know we have a hard time to really tap into that because yeah we study chinese you know we try to speak chinese but when it comes to like high level conferences or stuff i still cannot get it right it's just mm-hmm. for me it's just impossible at this point so we try to create that bridge with startup grind because what i try to do what i have learned from other people uh is that you need to have a chinese partner and you need to localize your business no matter what you do in china that's just you know what i've learned along the way and so what i'm trying to do i always try to either have diverse team So in Shenzhen it's me and then there is another girl who is Chinese and she's basically running the Chinese part so when we have a Chinese speaker she does it in Chinese and when we have an international speaker either she or I do it in English and of course we still have more Chinese attendees because of course there is more Chinese than foreigners in China in general right so so <laughs> it makes more. it makes sense but but um, you know it's kind of like we're trying to create that bridge we want to provide people with a different experience but at the same time we are very humble in a sense that we are still in china and we need to localize as much as we can so i don't want to be another international community in china i want to be super localized international community in china i think that's the only way to go I understand I understand well you made us skip on the one question about bridging uh, the, com- <laughs> the foreign community no it's good you just went to the next question i just talked question. too much i'm that's sorry great. guys no that's fine Um we have a we want to finally ask you towards the end okay um if you can tell us about the differences that you see between the 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 startup ecosystems in China with some speaking specifically about Chengdu because we know that a lot of things happening there and you were just there crazy so tell us about Chengdu and and the differences with the rest we'd love to know that from your perspective within China within China yeah so uh you know Chengdu is is crazy because it just it just started growing i 
you know, I started hearing about Chengdu maybe just like one year ago when, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurs and startups, right? And now you go to Chengdu and they have these enormous, enormous parks and incubators everywhere and accelerators everywhere, co-working spaces, huge co-working spaces full of people, right? Like there is, there is a Tencent incubator that opened literally three months ago or four months ago and it's full. Like people stay in a line to get into it. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. And I don't know why, why, why Chengdu, right? I don't know. Honestly, like, again, I didn't, I, I, I have been there only like two times and I will probably go there a third time this month, which is still, I'm still not sure, but probably yes. And, uh, you know, we'll put your schedule in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy because, you know, people also, they're hungry. They want to learn. So our, our events in Chengdu are one of the best events in China or maybe around the world because we have people we we have people from from different industries you know they they really want to hang out they want to meet people we have around 100 130 people at every single event and we are able to even get sponsors to fly people like Trevor to Chengdu or Steve Hoffman to Chengdu and they just want to see that because they didn't have that exposure before so they're hungry right they want to see something else so so definitely that's 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 Chengdu they have hot pot right so maybe yeah. that's one of the reasons. Rabbit because, hit. Yes, everybody wants hit. to move to Chengdu because the food is amazing. They have pandas there, <laughs> you know, and everybody says they have the most beautiful girls there. So maybe that's one of, like, some oh. of the reasons, Wait, some of the reasons so why are, Chengdu are is losing, on fire. Are we losing you? You leave in Shenzhen, man? What's no, happening? No, man. <laughs> man. I love all of those things, but and I'm still very bad at handling spicy food. Yeah, so, man, I, cannot, spicy I probably cannot live in Sichuan, man. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, this has been a fun interview and we know you're super busy or, uh, you know, it's been amazing. We got you here. How can people find you and find out more what you're doing? Yeah. So, um, you know, anybody can reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, I am at, uh, it's pretty weird. So it's actually J S M E J K Y. That's my handle. Uh, that's my handle on Twitter. That's kind of like my nickname, you know, from childhood. So I don't know. I, I should change it, <laughs> but how do you pronounce it? Uh, it's, uh, well, Schmeke, that's how they call me, uh, in Czech Republic, like my friends. So I, w- I just, I just took that and I had it, had it as a, as my handle on Twitter. And the J, right? Yeah. And J like Jan. But, uh, so, um, so that's Twitter. I'm also, you know, you're vlogging, Mike. Yeah, so you're vlog. vlogging. We're I'm gonna, also doing a little bit of vlogging. Not really that I would be super persistent every single day or every three days, but I do it like once in a while, every week. I try to capture what's going on in Shenzhen, what's going on in Chengdu when I go there. So if people want to learn more about what's happening in these places, they can right. check my my vlog on YouTube. If you're just going to search for my name or I can give you a yeah, link. We'll, we'll link on the yes, notes, of course. Or so. for YouTube or, you know... I don't know. Uh, email jan at startupgrind.com if people want to okay. reach out, if they want to learn J-A-N. more. I, yep. I, you know, I, I reply to everybody, almost everybody, if I don't receive any like, you know, stupid kind of things, you know, like, like when people, Chinese people sometimes send me some advertisement and like he Ga- doesn't have any. So did Gary V send you email personally? No, Gary de- didn't. Gary, Gary hasn't yet. So I'm in touch, I'm in touch with, uh, with the team. But, you know, I, I reply, like, I really try to reply to everybody. So if awesome. you have reasonable, reasonable question or if you just want to connect, I'm very happy to, to always jump on a call, at least when I cannot meet or something when you are in Shenzhen. So please do reach out. And, uh, yeah, that's it probably. I think email is the best for me. Great. Thanks so much, Jan. And uh, great having you. Yeah, great thank time. you very much, guys. Appreciate it. And we can do it some other time again. Definitely, of course. Cheers. 
Doing business in China is a complex world. You can quickly feel alone and lost in its maze. But don't worry, China Business Cast is here for you. Sign up for our newsletter and regular updates on our website at www.chinabusinesscast.com. Thanks for tuning in.